You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello, and welcome back to OK Sis. My name is Mads. I'm Scout, the older sister, and uh, yeah, just the older sister, just in general. I don't know really how else to identify myself in relation to you. I see. Um, I'm spying some carpal tunnel. Oh, oh, okay, guys, the body, it's falling apart. Let me tell you the checklist. So (laughs) we got the carpal tunnel that is just flaring up so much that I'm literally sleeping with my arm brace. Um, it's, it's pretty gnarly. Okay. And then we have the lower back injury that has been going on for almost two years at this point that Maddie doesn't even believe that I have, but I do because I can barely sleep on my stomach because it hurts so bad. So we have that injury and then get this, um, we got some hormonal imbalances going on. Um, so I'm going to get my hormones labs taken this week because I am getting reoccurring yeast infections. I'm getting headaches every single afternoon, and my periods are very irregular. So I did some slight Googling myself, and I, I'm anticipating that I'm high on estrogen. That's what it's sounding like. So I, I'm a little bit a mess physically right now. Well, you know, you did just get off the IUD, so maybe this is your body trying to find homeostasis again oh totally um but you know the very engorged swelling breasts during the period the yeast infections the headaches you know I just it's been a while it's been five months since I've been off the IUD so I'm starting to think maybe I need to get some blood work done just to see what's going on hormonally here for me I'm gonna I'm going to do a hard unsubscribe on the swelling breast content. Um, I'm going to just like hard delete on that. Well, you, know, you don't edit this podcast, work. so you don't get oh. that final say. <laughs> um, I Whenever I get blood work done, so, you know, Heather's just like things completely fucked up with the gut health and the, you know, microbiome, if you will. If you guys want to go listen to our episode with Ara Katz, the founder of Seed. Um, I have just had issues all the time. So whenever I get blood works, I'm just like, guys, there is something wrong. Let's get the blood work and see what's up. Nothing's wrong with me. 
I am the healthiest person that ever was. Well, have you got your hormones tested? Got the hormones. Got the this. Nothing. But did you go to wait, 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 wait? Did you go to a hormone specialist or did you just go to a regular doctor? I went to the doctor on my insurance. I'm not paying extra for some. Well, that's the problem. You need to go to a hormone specialist because they do a very, very in-depth analysis. So I will report back on my findings and see if it's worth it for you to do such things. Well, the only issue is that I'm on the IUD. So the hormones are already being injected inside me. Then I am now on the spironolactone, which blocks the hormones from manifesting as pimples on my face. So I don't even know what the hormone specialist could do for me because there's so many factors that are just at play here. Okay, well, then you can no longer complain because you are putting things into your body that are manipulating the natural flow of your biology. Okay. <laughs> is I'm what sorry we're that to. I just, I, I'm scared of, of pregnancy and I don't want to um, take plan B all the time. Okay, no one should take plan B all the time and there are things one can do to not get pregnant. This is a different episode, but yes, I'm Wait, getting my hormones Wait, we actually do talk about this in this episode. <laughs> Oh, we do. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is really this is like very Freudian that we just picked this up real quick before wow. before we're getting into this episode. We do. My current fixation is around hey. the natural period. Hey, no realm. spoilers. No, and I didn't say spoilers. what it was. I didn't say what it was. I'm just saying it's in that realm. Got it. All right. Well, I mean, what better transition than to just get into the episode? Yeah. Sisters. Sisters. We have one of the ultimate sisters, if you will, Miss Margot Oshrey, the snitch, the youngest sister of the Oshrey sisters, Oshrey clan, if you will. Um, you may know her older sisters, Claudia and Jackie, as the hosts of The Morning Toast. Um, and Margot also is a co-host of two podcasts, The Snatchler and The Redheads Book Club. And as I mentioned to her, it's my lifelong dream to be a book influencer, and she's just, like, living out my dream. So it's just, like, a little annoying, but... You know what? Just because she's living out doesn't mean that it's not available to you, too, Mads. This is true. There is room for all of us in the book influencing community. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many book influencers are there? Jeez. I mean, there's a, there's some room for you to inject I think there's your some personality. Room. I think there's some room. Yeah. Anyway, you. But anyways, this was a lovely episode. She was the sweetest. And we talk about a lot of fucking shit. This goes all over the place. So we hope that you enjoy. And if you do, as always, rate, review, subscribe. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay. Love you, sisters. Enjoy. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. 
Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes. And Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Hi! <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. Hey, hey, hey! Oh my goodness! Okay, wait, your sweatshirt is a tease. It says Jesus is what? King. It's Kanye West. Jesus is king! <laughs> It's Kanye, but we are all Jewish queens here. Right, right, right. It's just about him. It's not like about Jesus, you know? Got yeah. it. It's just about the vibe. It's just, it's just about the vibe, the Kanye vibe that we're all <laughs> trying to possess, for sure. I know, but like now I don't know if I'm allowed to wear it because like they're getting divorced, so I don't really know where I lie. And we're going to have to pit, we're going to have to be on Kim's side. I mean, let's just... I know, I know. No, obviously, but like, am I still allowed to like think he's cool and like wear his shit? 
so I have such an internal dilemma about this because not that I'm batshit crazy like Kanye West, but I actually am also bipolar. And so there are parts of me that are like, he's just so fucking sick. Like not in a good way. I mean like ill in the yeah, brain. Yeah, no, I know what you that, mean. That like there's a part of it that we have to give him a little bit of grace. The part that I was like, I'm sorry, I don't care what kind of fucking mental illness you have. You do not go on Twitter and bash your wife and children like that. That was it for me. Wow, shit, I forgot about that. Oh, man. That was it. That was it. I was like, dude, get your fucking shit together. Like, get it together. does not have time for this. She has an empire to run. She has an empire to run. I'm like, this has been going on for far too long. She's like, I I can't do it Exactly. You know what? Yeah. The, the public uh, diss was like, okay, dude, you need to like... Yeah, it's like, think. go after everybody, but just like, don't go after me, you know? It's like, that's the one line <laughs> yeah. you can't cross. <laughs> she knows her boundaries, okay? Yeah. Talk about the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> no, totally. Also, wait, has Kanye yeah. got on Clubhouse yet? I was seeing that with Elon Musk. Has that happened? Uh, I know that, like, I remember getting on and someone was like, they're going doing a Clubhouse tonight. But then I never heard anything about it. I feel so like I we would have happened. heard something. There would have been sound bites for sure. Wait, do we know how to say Elon Musk's daughter's name yet? Absolutely not. No, there's there's a funny TikTok. I saw on TikTok there was like a reporter or like a paparazzi and they said her name and Elon was like, who? And they're like, X crushed to 13 and he's like oh my my child and I was like you don't even know how to say is is it her? Her I mean I have no idea. I don't even I don't even know had it like I can't even imagine how it's spelled right now to even try and sound it out guys I'm gonna go on a on a limb and say that she actually has a different name that they use all the time oh my god a hundred percent and like that way no one knows that it's their kid oh wow that's so true so like when she's in private school you know no one will really know who she is (laughs) yeah hundred percent. Oh, that makes total sense. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Welcome, Margot Oshre. I mean, we already kind of, we we dove in. We dove right the fuck in. We dove right in. We are so happy to have you. And thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Let's first do current fixations and then um, we'll get into everything the snitch. Does that sound good? Okay. Okay. Yes. Scout, start your uh, current fixation. Oh my God, we're going to have to describe all these words and what they mean. I mean, I'm sure our community <laughs> like know all the words, but we're just going to have to do a recap. Okay, so my current fixation, this is, I'm trying to figure out the right way to talk about this, but I went off birth control in September and I have been on birth control since I was 15 years old. You know, the minute I started dating, my mom was like, you're not going to get pregnant as a child. So she put me on it real fast and being off of it, it felt as if I actually knew my own body again. I was like, oh, this is the way my body's supposed to work. And then I started thinking, I was like, whoa, we literally shut off our female biology on purpose with hormones. And I was like, no one told, like, no one gave me that option. Like when I was 15, the doctor was like, oh, you're having sex? Like here's birth control. And so I have been on this mission to learn about my hormones and my monthly cycle and what, what it means to be a fucking woman. And so my current fixation is Elisa Vitti. She is a lead thought leader in the space. She has two books. Um, I'm reading, I'm in the middle of one, and then the next one's coming in Amazon. But she basically teaches you also how to cycle sync. So like, depending on what phase of the cycle you're in, like you should do hit workouts, or you should take it slower, or you should eat more this food. Like, she gives you the types of foods you should eat for each cycle that will make you feel better. So as women, we should not be, if you're not on birth control and you have a normal cycle, you should not be like doing HIIT workouts during one of the phases. Now, I'm not an expert. I'm on this journey and I'm learning. But if you are interested in that, Alyssa Vitti is amazing. She's on all the podcasts. Just type her into the podcast app. She's on Almost 30. She's on Lacey Phillips. She's everywhere. And it's just this fascinating area of being a woman that we're literally never told about. Like we're never told to track our ovulation. We're never taught about that. And it boggles my mind that no one taught us what our bodies do. And so Alyssa Vitti is a really amazing, amazing expert in the field. Wow, I love that. I know we were, we were speaking about this and I mean, I have the IUD and I'm just like jacked up on hormones. Like 
I haven't had a period and I don't I can't even tell you the last time and it it feels like really weird I'm like is it all just like been where is it is it where is it going is it just hold up in my body and then like one day it's it's going in your fucking energy when you yell it's coming out in your voice Margo we had Shabbat dinner and I came home she was spending the night and I was like get off that shit get off that shit right now and uh she didn't listen like she usually doesn't well if you if it makes you feel any better, I've never been on birth control um, ever. My Good for whole you. Life. Yeah. No, I've never. I know. I'm just like try to be super safe. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, 16 and not pregnant. That was not your right. story. I, so. I've, made, I've made it. So like now if I were to, I mean, now if I were to get pregnant, that still wouldn't really be ideal <laughs> because I'm not in a relationship. But like, I guess it would be more acceptable. Yeah. That yes. is, it's, yeah. it's just so... I mean, when I was, I was off birth control for like a hot second. And then I was just like plan B every set every day, which is terrible. And so that's why I went on the (laughs) IUD. I know this is just not, but that's the thing. What Scott is saying is like, we need to learn about our cycles. Like there's only a few days during the month that you can actually get pregnant. So it's like, why are we fucking drinking plan B? Why are you taking, no, yeah. Why are you taking plan B all the time when it's like, you can only get pregnant like four days out of a month. I actually knew that. So like. Because there were so many times where I thought I was pregnant and then I, I was doing research and I was like, I wasn't even fertile or ovulating now. Wow. And there's no possible way. Oh yeah. I'm like weirdly like super in tune with, I don't know that much about like hormones and how it like affects my body, but I track my period. Like I know, I know where I'm supposed to get it. I use the P tracker app, but I'm also very, um, like you feel, I mean, personally, yeah. I okay. feel when I'm ovulating. Like I yeah, know. Yeah, you get turned on. You oh, no, not that. <laughs> no, 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 subscribe, no. No, like you just like feel it, like your stomach, like stuff happens down there. Like it's, I you feel when you're ovulating. Yeah, you get a white discharge the right. minute you ovulate, which exactly. is it's Margo. This is amazing. I'm so happy. I'm meeting a fellow woman who is in touch with her cycle. What app do you use? The P Tracker app. That's what it's called. Oh, I use the I Flow app, and I like oh, it because I, I always get their targeted ads on TikTok. Oh my god, they're on oh, TikTok. Wow. How it's cool because yeah. <laughs> They have a doctor that like chats with you. It's oh. fun. Oh, fun. Fabulous. What yeah, a the pee tracker one is just like I just press start and and then it like just does kind of the rest of like when I should be expecting to get it and all that. So hopefully we'll influence Mads to get on this yeah. train. This yeah. is the next uh, frontier for me for sure. Okay, for Mads, sure. what's your current okay, fixation? Okay, my current fixation. So today, actually yesterday, the good trouble, not the good trouble. Good Trouble season three came out. Margot, do you watch this show? I do. This not. is a spinoff of The Fosters, which um, is a terrible show. I do not recommend that to anyone. But I was looking, it was, this was like good, like in the beginning of quarantine. And I was looking for like a younger esque show because I have watched all of the younger esque shows. And this one came up and it is so cute. I mean, just like, gossip girl meets like downtown LA meets younger meets like you know young millennials trying to make it in the world it's fabulous and season three just came out and I finally have a new show to watch because I have just been on a dry spell did you watch bold type of course yes it's like this because that was everything that you just explained it's like bold type it's like a it's an extension of bold type I would I would rank them bold type younger good trouble okay yeah so I don't, so I don't have to watch it basically. You know what? If you're bored, if you're bored, put it on. Okay. You know, can't hurt. Okay. You have, there's a lot of sexy, have an addiction sexiness to in it. the television. I know. I'm like the resident television person on this, uh, on the pod. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel that. Well, mine is also, um, a television show, but nothing like that. It's Big Sky. Ooh, what's that? Do you, have you heard of it? No. It's a new show on ABC. Um, I don't know why. I, was, I mean, because every time I watched Bachelor, they had like um, promos, promos for it and it looks so good. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna watch it. So I watched it this past weekend because I like had absolutely nothing better to do. And it was so good. It was like so fucking spooky. And like, I don't normally, actually do love like a criminal mind, but this was like not, I don't normally watch like a mystery show, but it was so good. And I'm kind of pissed because like, I like to watch things in bulk. Like I, I, I like to consume content in full. And I wasn't, I wasn't aware that um, all episodes like hadn't aired yet. So now I'm like stuck at this crossroads of like I don't know what's happening. But it's really good. Yeah, that's a dilemma. So that's her, that's a dilemma. Is this the one with Ryan Philippi Philippe? 
Yes, actually, never mind. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say because you totally spoil oh. it. But yes, it uh, is technically okay. with him. <laughs> okay, let's get into everything. Margot, the snitch, um, our pop yes. culture queen, our Gen Z correspondent. Um, let's just start from the beginning. So you have, you know, a bunch of popular sisters. I think people would say a lot. Of, they're they're big on the internet. Um, talk to us about kind of when your sister Claudia girl with no job started to take off and how you felt the implications of that in your own social media presence or just in your own life yeah okay so I I remember it pretty vividly when she like she started girl with no job when she was a freshman in college so that makes me I was a sophomore in high school So like, I didn't really think like so much of it at the time. And then when she started getting cool, it like raised my cool factor in high school. Like I was the one who like had the like actually famous sister and I was like living for it. Um, But I think that the part where I realized that it like could actually affect my life was we were, I want to say on our way home from stagecoach. Yeah. Like um, when I was like a freshman in college and I like had felt, I was always that bitch in like um, high school who had like 300 second Snapchat stories. Do you remember that when you had like seconds? Yeah. So, so that was me. So like, I always like loved being like on camera, like social media, but like on my, in my circle. And I remember like my, we were flying home and my sister, I didn't get service. And my sister was like going off on her stories and she was like, my birthday was coming up and she was like, guys, like let's get Margo to 10K by the time this plane lands. So when she turns her phone on, she's like fucking shook. And then I remember I landed and I saw it and I was like freaking out. And I think that was when it like clicked for me that like, A, my sister has tremendous tremendous impact. And B, like, oh cool, like now I'm someone who has a K, you know? <laughs> who has a K. How, how do you, How I'm wondering just because all of you guys have such bold personalities. Like you guys are all personalities in your own right. And Mads and me, you know, Mads is more of the kind of louder, more bold one. And I'm a little bit more of the reserved, quiet one. And I get a headache thinking about just the two of us. How do you navigate four of you? Like, what is that sisterly relationship like when there's so many of you? Yeah. I mean, like, you can't get a word in edgewise at our dinner tables. Like, Shabbat dinner, it's like there's genuinely never a dull moment. But it's like now we've obviously found the rhythm of like how to like coincide, I guess, together. But I think, I mean, it wasn't always like this. Like we were always bold in our own way, but like I used to be like super like, re- like not rebellious, but like I was, I had a lot of teenage angst. Like I was very like to my family. I was like, don't fucking talk to me. So like there was a lot of that, but now it's just like, it's like Claudia's obviously like super like loud and bold or whatever, but it's like, when we're all at home, it's, like, not as much as you would think, I think. Cause it's, like, that's when we, like, can just take a fucking second and just, like, chill or whatever. And also, it's like, we're kind of trained to, like, be able to, like, let other people speak when we're, like, all together. Cause like, we're, we are trained now to all, like, exist together and, like, not just be always so, like, on, if that makes sense. Like, always screaming, always, like, just, like, chatting. Like, sometimes, like, I'm not in the mood to talk. And so it's, like, okay, we'll be at dinner and I'm just, like, quiet. And, like, that's it. So it's, like, a lot of, like... It ebbs and it flows, but yeah, it's like a family vacation is definitely like a lot. And it's also because it's like, we all like, like to like party and drink too. So like, that's really when shit gets wild. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely like interesting. And I also think I'm so conditioned to it that it's like, I don't even like, I'm saying this now and this could entirely be not true because like you could be a fly on the wall at like one of our dinners and it's like, holy shit, these people like are absolutely insane. Like they don't stop talking. They're so loud. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so used to it. I, I, I completely relate to you. I mean, I am very bold and I'm a big personality, but I think what people don't expect from me is like, if you just were a fly on the wall at home for me, I am silent. Like I am just on the fucking couch loafed out and people don't understand that I'm not just like running around yelling all the time. So I, and I also, I'm the youngest one. You're the youngest one. And there is this like sense of when we grew up, I feel like, and maybe you can speak on this as well. Like I, 
was the spoiled one. I was very entitled. Like I was given all the attention. So it's like when you grow up with that, I think you just like command more, more attention in the room, if that makes sense. hundred percent. Like, yeah, I was definitely spoiled. Like I was able to do all the things that my sisters weren't allowed to do. Like that's just how it works. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, there was a camera on me, like when I'm at home, like I legitimately don't speak. I don't like text anyone. I lay in my bed and make out with my dog. Like that's it. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of Magnolia, cutie pie. Um, so I'm, I'm don't want to admit this on the pod, but I guess here we go. I'm not as big of a dog person. And when I saw that fucking dog on my Instagram, that's a fucking cute dog. She changes a lot of hearts and minds. Like she is truly just a work of art. Um, I'm just super blessed that like I was chosen to be her mother and like just to get like this like perfect creature. Um, But yeah, like I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna lie. Like most dogs aren't like Magnolia. Like I will give give you that. So like, just because you like her doesn't mean you're gonna like all dogs. But you might be a cavalier person because, like, that's what I'm noticing. Because, like, most cavaliers are extremely fucking cute. Yeah. I'm a Pomeranian person. So I used to have two black palms. One of them just passed, like, a month ago, which was so terrible. Maddie actually cried. It was, like, the only dog Mads has ever loved. (laughs) But we, for some reason, my husband and I just like black palms. Like, if I had an option or you know, income that I could throw away at hiring people to take care of a lot of shit, <laughs> I would lit, I would have 10 black palms. Like that's my dream is just to have these fluffy Pomeranians everywhere. So I think it is true that some people, like I'm a dog person, like I, I call myself a dog person, but there's two types of dog people. The dog people that like all dogs and the dog like people that kind of just stick to one yeah. breed. That is me to a T. Also, I've never seen a black Pomeranian. Hold on, I'll grab her. Okay, because I feel like I've only ever seen like the beige-ish brown. Oh, she's so so precious and fluffy. It's she looks like a raccoon a little bit. Oh my god, that's Luna. Here she is. Oh, that's her vagina. I got. (gasps) Wait, you can't really see her face. Put it up closer. But like, (laughs) oh my god, wow, she's so fucking cute. Oh my god, she's so soft. She's so how old is she? So chill right now. She's one. Well, she was sleeping. Oh. She's not stoked that I just woke her up. Oh, she's not happy. Oh, oh thank God. you. Yeah, she's one. She's a little puppy. She's. I mean, her coat is, like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. She's yeah. fancy. I always say, did you go to Bergdorf and get your mink coat? <laughs> I mean, I'm 100%, like, a creature of habit. Like, I will oh, – we grew up with Cavaliers. Yeah. Claudia got a Cavalier, and now we all have Cavaliers. And, like, I will never not get a Cavalier. And, like, I'm not going to lie, like – I like dogs. I only really like Cavaliers, but I'm also kind of afraid of dogs. I'm afraid of big I'm dogs afraid. We're, because we're not they big jump dog on people. you. And I, well, because one, when they jump on you, you fall back. And also I don't, people, like you do, I'm, I'm like small, I'm weak, I'm going to fall. Um, people don't understand. People always ask me like, should I get a dog? And my initial reaction is, yeah, it's so fucking easy. And then I realize that this one just like can go anywhere with me. But when you have a big dog, especially if you live in like an apartment in a city how does that work okay i agree whenever i see like large dogs in the city it like makes me kind of sad but wait even though like your dog is small or whatever like you think having a dog is easy a puppy the puppy phase the first month and a half is terrible because you don't sleep but once they sleep through the night I think it's easy. I mean, when she gets energy i go outside i throw a ball 5 minutes later she's tired you have a backyard i need a fucking so house why. Yeah, I need a fucking house. <laughs> That's, that'll solve the problems. <laughs> we all need homes. Um, okay, enough of the dog talk because um, I can't contribute. So let's talk about all <laughs> of your podcasts. I mean, you're, we're huge podcast stands here, and you host co-host mm-hmm. two. One is The Snatchler, which is your Bachelor podcast. Now, Scout and I are huge Bachelor people. It's like a content pillar over here. But Scout is not watching Matt James 919 season right now, which I mean, like, why? The answer is really (laughs) not something I want to give publicly. (laughs) It's so fucking pretentious and it's going to make me sound like I think I'm better than people. And so I don't want to give you the truth as to why I'm not watching The Bachelor. Can you say it and then cut it out? 
Oh, and I'll, I'll say it. So <laughs> I don't know how to say it where I don't sound like a fucking idiot. I am on a very mindful journey where I'm trying to, where I am very mindful of the energy and content that I put into my brain. And I find that spending more, I mean, on, on a general level, like watching TV right now just isn't my jam. Like I just don't want that external noise. I don't really want other people's lives in my brain. Like I just want to be with me. I want to cook. I want to read. I want to walk. I just, I just want to be alone. And the energy of reality television brings those people into your lives so significantly. And then a part of me just kind of grew into this zone of like, is it really filling my cup to learn about this petty shit? Like, is it really enhancing my life? If you life? can't tell, and I just, Scout is almost 30. So she is like, she's trying to remove the toxins. I think this is like a... No, it just like... I, I, it's just not, and this is going to sound weird, it's not an energetic frequency match for me at this point in my life. I understand, I actually understand what you're saying. I thought you were going to say something like so much worse. Like you made it seem like, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, that makes so much sense. It's fucking trash it's television. Trash. But like, yeah, I love to consume it, but I'll be the first to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was the same way for so long. And then I just was because I used to think like if I didn't know who the Bachelor contestants were, who was I on the Internet? And now and I'm like, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like I can go through my life and not know who the fuck is on The Bachelor. 100 percent. OK. I mean, I can. But yeah, yeah. I was going to say. So um, let's let's pivot <laughs> this back because Margot needs to know these people. Um, I, that is a great question, though, because when I'm watching The Bachelor, I'm like a couple couple glasses wine in it's like I'm half looking at my phone so what is it like to have to really pay attention to the bachelor and yeah. like analyze it this is like something that me and my roommate slash co-host Nicole like deal with because it's like there's so many times when we're watching and I'm like fuck I would like love a glass of wine but it's like no bitch you have to take notes and then we have to go record so like we don't get like the bachelor Monday experience like that's not it for at all it's like we sit on the couch and I'm just taking notes like the whole time, either on my computer or on my phone. And like, then right after we just go and record. So it's very like methodical and it's just like work. Um, but it's like, it's fun, but yeah, no, I don't get that. I don't get to enjoy and like have some wine and just chill. I did one time. I actually think it might've made the podcast better, but I don't know that I'm going to start doing it often. Do you watch um, Jared Freed's scream bachelor recaps? I, I only want to watch The Bachelor so that I can watch Jared Freed's Instagram. No, I don't. But I've heard that they're hilarious. I just like honestly don't have the time. But like, if I would, if I could, yeah, that that that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I literally watch The Bachelor, then watch his recaps, and I'm like, I could have just watched his recaps. Like this was like, yeah. I just watched it twice. Like it's it's enough already. Okay, and so tell us about your thoughts for this season. What's what's your what's your vibe? So it's like, okay, I don't know. I'm very upset about Abigail going home. I dead ass thought she was a front runner. Okay, yes. Um, but he just like didn't give that relationship the like TLC that it so richly deserved, which was just like so weird. Um, and then, I mean, I really loved him and Rachel until everything came out. And now I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I mean, they're for sure. I'm, I'm up to date. I'm up to date on that scandal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to miss. Um, I mean, they're obviously, she's the winner. I I think so. I, I think that's what everyone's thinking. That's what everyone's thinking. I adore Brie. Like, I need her to be the next Bachelorette 1,000%. She has to be. She's, like, every time she comes on my screen, I, like, ask. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so fucking pretty. So like, beautiful. Like, she's just, she's so regal. Yeah. Like, just everything of the sort. And then, who else is on there? Oh, who are top four? Top four is Michelle, Brie, Rachel, and, and Serena P. Yeah. Serena P is shocking. Shocking. Random. Did not see that coming. So random. Um, I was dying for a kit hometown date, but like she sent herself oh, home. Oh, she tried knew. To. She knew. She was like, I'm out no, of here. Her, her and Cynthia Rowley, 1000%, like sat down at their ginormous dinner table and Cynthia was like, go on, do what you got to do. But like when it comes to hometowns, like I'm not fucking. I'm not I'm showing not fucking up. Coming. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, Cynthia. And then Michelle, I think is really sweet and really cute. But like, I don't think that like 
Matt like Matt likes her. Enough. Yeah, I don't see it. I uh, yeah. How is Matt as the Bachelor? Is he good? He's fantastic. He's a- oh, I think he's yeah. fantastic. He's very well. So he's never done this before. So I think for someone who's never done it before, he is just like stepping wholeheartedly into the role. He is such a just like he's such a gentleman and he always knows how to say the right things where I just feel like, I mean, if you look at back at like Peter, like what was that? Like that was a fucking train wreck. And then it was a train, a train wreck. wreck. But like, wreck. I like, loved what it. Was he? like he didn't say anything. And Matt James comes, says the right things every time. And like, is, I don't know. I, I love him. Oh, I have a question. Margot. how do you feel about Carly and Evan's breakup divorce? Ooh. I like Jenny. I couldn't, I like actually couldn't care less about that couple. Like, even if I tried, like I'm sad for the kids, Yeah. but besides that, I have, I don't care. I was so invested in their relationship. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because, um, because Carly, I think was on the first season. I think she was on, she was on Crystal's season, which was the first bachelor season I ever watched. Mm-hmm. And so I, she was like in the top five or six or whatever. So like I remembered her and then, she just like couldn't catch a break and like when it was one of those girls that would never couple up in paradise and then yeah. Evan was so weird was and weird and weird and so just the way they got together was so crazy and they were and one so, of the most I don't successful know. couples in bachelor history which is just like i know crazy it's actually really sad yeah okay um any other last lingering bachelor questions scout uh no you know i just think of wells and how he scored big time oh he's the true winner my god i forgot about wells i need he's like not coming up on my instagram these days and i need to like figure out a way for him to show up more because he is he is getting married to sarah highland i mean what other perfect what kind when you sign up for the bachelor like that's the best case scenario. Sure. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about the redheads. So um, you are a book influencer and like that is what I uh, I would like to be in my life. Like that is what I'm in pursuit of all the time. Um, and really, it was you that influenced me to get on the romance novel train, which, you know, I didn't know I was that type of person. Don't knock it till you try it, okay? And um, they're fantastic, okay? Because I thought... Wait, you you should thank Margot because the only reason you go viral on TikTok is when you post about romance novels true. now. Margot, if you would like to see some romance novel TikTok content, you can head over to my TikTok. Wait, what books did you go viral for? Oh, there's been, there's been a lot. So definitely before we were strangers... Mm, so good so good hating game mm-hmm. anything by jasmine guillory i did i did the proposal and i just read this one which i you should read is so great party of two okay I haven't read and it. then there's a bunch that i've i just finished uh how to fill up flirting which you guys just read what'd you think loved it okay why good. did you guys i needed to listen to your episode Oh, no, no, no. Um, I remember I really liked it, but I just remember being so, like, annoyed at how unrealistic the beginning was. Like, that, like, everything just worked out so perfectly. And I was like, that's just, like, not how real life, like, works. I also, like, just didn't understand why it was called How to Fail at Flirting when, like, they were literally so good at flirting. And they had sex, like, the second after they flirted. And I was like, that's what flirting is. (laughs) We spoke about this on the podcast so much. It was like... They like, it was like, she sent her book to the editors with some, with one name yeah. and they didn't like it. And they were like, call it how to fail at flirting. And then they inserted random ass fucking lines <laughs> yeah. that didn't flow that had to do with like how to fail at flirting, but like it literally did not apply to the story. <laughs> and that would, that is like the biggest issue with that book. Yes. Um, oh, and I just remembered one that is my favorite one in the entire world. And it's also one of your favorite ones, red, white and royal blue. Oh, yeah. Did you have you read American Royals? No, but I've heard great things. Oh, my God. Okay. Is that next? You got it. You got it. Okay. Okay. That's yes, next. absolutely. Okay. Because Red, White, and Royal Blue, I didn't think I was like into gay porn, but I guess I am. And um, <laughs> me too. Wow. What a story. What a story. Yeah. Actually, really Scout, good. I think, it's been like- Scout, I think you would like this one. I'm not kidding. It's, a, it's, re- it's really well written. I think that's the misconception about romance novels. People think that it's like just trash when some of these are really well written. Did you read Beach Read by Emily Henry? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 
And also, like, there's a difference between, like, YA romance novels right. and, like, romance novels. Like, there's books that are, like, historical fiction that have to do with, like, romance. And it's, like, a lot deeper than, like, boy meets girl. There's a big spectrum when it comes to all of that. Yes, exactly. I'm, like, so on a nonfiction cake. And so when it comes to fiction, I just get so much more protective. I don't know why. I, like, have to read, like, the first chapter and then I have to feel it and see if I like it. But... I will say that Mads always recommends me the best books and every book that I've read that she has recommended me has been 10 out of 10. Excellent. Wow. Wow. That's quite, that's quite the endorsement. Wow. Thanks, Gal. I love that. All right. So we want to be mindful of your time. So we're going to do a little rapid fire because we need to um, gather up all of the Gen Z knowledge that you have. Um, Number one, what, this is going to be really, really, really difficult for you, but what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Long Live. Okay. Oh, okay. Bonus from this. Folklore or Evermore? Folklore. Okay. Same. Yeah, same. Okay, what's the hardest part about being an influencer? Trolls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not good. Um, Okay, best book you've read recently? Oh, hmm. Wow. Shit. Best book I've read recently. I can't even think of a book that I've read recently, even though I've read like 100. I think... um, the Light We Lost. Ooh. Is that what it's called? I fucking hope so. <laughs> we'll, do a check. we'll do a check. I need you can go you can Google keyword that. It'll come up as for what you're looking for. No, wait, I think I'm wrong. The idea of you. Yeah, it was the idea of you by Robin E. Lee. Sorry, sorry. We lost. Because no, no, because I read both back to back and I remember liking one and not the oh, other. Okay. You know what? When you're as much of an when you're as much of an avid reader as you are, like the the books just blend together. Like they all blend together. Also, like my memory is so fucked up. Like I cannot remember like what I ate for lunch, let alone like the name and author of a book that I've read recently. Right. I can't even tell you the characters. Oh yeah, of that book. No, they they go out they go in one ear and out the other for me. Okay, what's your favorite beauty product? It would probably be my. Benefit, anything benefit, benefit mascara, hula, bronzer, and the California like dreaming, whatever blush, everything. Love, love them. Yeah, benefit's really good. Okay. Yeah, underrated. As a fellow party girl, what is your go to drink? Uh, Cosmigos Blanco Skinny Margarita. Oh. That's what I drink when I put my big girl pants on and decide to have a good time. What do you, yeah. quick uh, side note, what do you think about Kendall Jenner's new tequila line? I'm excited about it. Also, because it's like, do you see the like the awards that she won? It's got to be good. She already won awards. She like submitted it, um, like anonymously. They didn't know it was hers. So, like all these tequila tasting contests or whatever, and she won like a ton. Wow! Without her name like being attached to it. Okay, so that's like exactly. Legit. There's I I just saw Diet Prada like ripping the whole thing oh, apart, which yeah, everyone something's gonna do something. I, no matter what you put out, that's I gonna happen. I love the branding yeah. though; it just feels so. I mean, we have come to the conclusion that Kendall is our favorite Kardashian on this podcast. Um, oh, I want to say, wait, no, I want to I want to like make this. No, 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 no. I want to make this known that I spearheaded yeah. that that you decision. Did. That I was the one that got on the trend first. I said Kendall Jenner two years ago. And then what did it for me? What did it for me was her architectural digest tour. And I was like, you are my favorite human and I want yes. to be your friend. And then that, that's what, yeah, I'm that's obsessed what with happened. Her. Yeah. She like, she's definitely just like so fucking cool, cool and like can party and like low key. But I think that my favorite is probably Kylie. Yeah. Mm. I did. I, I, I can't do a Kylie moment. You can't do a Kylie moment? Is that what you just said? It's too much. It's too much. It's getting a little over the top. You know what I mean? It's like, take one thing away. You know when your mom tells you, like, when you get dressed, take one thing away? That's what I feel about her life. It's like, she's like, take one thing away. You know? like, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I've never even heard that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite TikTok trend? Like, of, like, the people everyone knows, like, I fucking love Addison Rae okay. more than life itself. I think she's just so beautiful. And then my favorite person to follow on TikTok. Oh, I don't His name is like Quentin something. Oh. He's fucking hilarious. Okay. I think I know. His, na- his username is, let me find it. I like the guy, Mads, what's his name? Who talks about millennial anxiety every um, single day of his life. Oh, Rod. Rod. Rod yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, he's great. And also it's okay. so funny. 
Oh, it's me, Tanks. Also, his name, his username is Quentin Ager. A G E R R. Oh. Okay, I need to he, you'll, when you when you look at his um I'll know. profile, you'll be like, oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Um, all right, last one. What are your thoughts on Clubhouse? I see you've been uh dipping in. It's like the like such a fun place, but also the scariest place on earth because it's like it's so comfortable. It's like it could be like a literal FaceTime. It's like I can be on one with my sisters and I'll feel like I'm FaceTiming and I'll say something fucking like stupid so that's what like what's scary it's like it's dangerous yeah I uh I was in a clubhouse with my client my client was in one and I asked to speak and it was in a room with like amazing huge business people and I I had just woken up from a nap and so I wanted to like vocalize my voice warm my voice up and so I was like hello 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 and my fucking (laughs) mic wasn't off like I that's actually that's horrible that's horrible I was so horrified because I had I, I had just woken up from a nap, guys, and like this is my you're like business. testing like, one, two, three, testing. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. so. Anyways, okay, we are out of time, my love, but you are a joy. You're a light. I want your sweatshirt. <laughs> I love that we started off with Jesus is King and ended with Clubhouse, and yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had a blast. Okay. T- oh, oh, wait. Sorry. We have to ask one question. Just one last question. We always ask and we forgot about it. If you could brag about anything in your life and don't be humble, what would you brag about? Um, Magnolia. It's a good one. Aww. That's a good one. Thank I love you. that. It's a good one. Okay. Tell yeah. okay, everyone where they can find you, follow you, all of the things. Um, you can follow me at Margosry, M-A-R-G-O-S-H-R-Y on Instagram, I don't have Twitter, and TikTok, and YouTube, but like, I'm, I'm kind of iffy there. And then you can listen to my podcast, The Snatcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. You, you can listen to my po- podcast, The Redheads, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I think that's everything that I do. That is, that's great. That's a lot. You do a lot. We love yeah. it. Yeah. Beautiful. And you can follow us at Okisa's Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Love you, sisters. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 